Hi, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Exponential Wisdom. I'm Peter Diamandis. I'm here with my dear friend and coach, Dan Sullivan. And Dan, I'd love to talk on this episode about some of the extraordinary companies and entrepreneurs I've been meeting in the longevity and vitality world, companies that are cracking the code of how do we live longer, how do we live healthier, and it's been amazing. Yeah, one thing that I wanted to ask you a question of in the world that you live in of cutting edge technology people, this is a big passion, isn't it? Extending lifetime. It is. I'm so excited about the future. It's like, I wanna get as much of it as I can. You know, we're on the verge of moving the human race off of the planet to the stars, right? This next two decades, we're about to connect our brains with the cloud. We're about to enter VR worlds. I mean, it's just, we're creating the Star Trek universe in some ways, and I want to see it. And I think a lot of my technology colleagues want to see it too. So how do you add 10, 20, 30, 100 healthy years? That's the question. You know, it's a passion. I think that right from the beginning when we first met, I don't know if you'd had any meetings with other people who were planning my lifespan. You know, you probably had because you're more deeply involved in that world. But, you know, I've been working since 1987. So it's 33 years since I established my goal of living 156. And it was a bit of a whimsical goal. But about five years into it, I couldn't think of any other end of my life except 156, like I had normalized it. And you know, everything that's new, Peter, it doesn't really become really a powerful force in the world until it gets normalized by people and say, but, well, of course it's coming, you know, of course we're gonna live much longer. But just in relationship to the recent Abundance A360, what surprised you? Because there are a number of things. One thing that really surprised me, it seems to be happening faster than was being predicted. Like we had the head of Samumed and he Osmond came Kibar. up. And it seemed to me that he was being surprised by how fast things are happening. Yeah, so you know, we have lived in a world of normal linear extrapolation and science has moved at a reasonable rate done by, you know, experiments in the lab and limited by regulations. But all of a sudden, we have a whole new set of tools of being able to use AI to model new molecules or be able to create these organoids. What's an organoid? You take liver cells and you grow a mini liver in the Petri dish effectively, and then you test whether drugs impact it and you create a whole new set of things that allow you to experiment much more rapidly. And those things drive breakthroughs and being able to analyze data at a much larger scale using machine learning and neural nets. And we now have not a dozen genomes, not a thousand genomes. We have millions of sequence genomes and the phenotypic data along with that. So the tools for understanding why we age, why some people get cancer, why some people, you know, they're smoking and they're healthy at 105. Why? You know, it isn't just random. There are reasons for that. And we can begin to understand that. You know, you've heard my story where I was in medical school and I saw that certain species of whales could live 200 years and sharks could live four or 500 years and sea turtles could live six and 700 years. And I said, why can they and why can't we? And it's either a hardware problem or a software problem. And ultimately, we're going to be able to understand and fix both. And so this next decade is an 
incredible decade. In fact, Tony Robbins and I are writing our next book. It's called Life Force, and it's looking at all of the companies in detail. They're in phase one, phase two, phase three clinical trials. You know, Dan, every year I take a group of Abundance 360 members on a platinum trip. And in the past three years, we've gone to China. This year, we are doing our platinum trip focused on longevity. So we're going to take a group of 24 members in August and 24 members in September into the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area and San Diego and meet with the top scientists, researchers, startups and treatment therapies there. And so I'm going and interviewing people along the way. And I'd love to share some of the companies I've been interviewing and the entrepreneurs and what they're doing. It's pretty extraordinary. Mm-hmm. You good with that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm all ears on this one. I'm... Yeah. I have my notes here because I just came back from two weeks on the road interviewing some of these amazing entrepreneurs. So one is Stefan Bansal. He's the CEO of a company called Moderna. And I learned some really important things. So Moderna is a company that creates messenger RNA. When you have your DNA, your DNA codes for life. It's your software code. But when it gets transcribed, when your cells read the DNA, they create something called a messenger RNA. The messenger RNA then goes and it codes for a protein. I'm taking you back to high school biology, where the messenger RNA intersects with a ribosome and a protein of a sequence of amino acids comes out the other end. And proteins code for all the structures and functionality of the cells. And so they've been able to manipulate mRNA in a, a number of different ways. I won't go into that, but here's what I found interesting. So they are creating the ability to create vaccines against a wide range of viruses, CMV, cytomegalovirus, Epstein-Barr virus, herpes, and all these things. And so we as humans, we're getting infected by viruses, and some of these viruses stay with us throughout life. And sometimes you have like a shingles attack if you had gotten- Chicken pox. Chicken pox earlier in life, Mm -hmm. right? So I had chicken pox when I was in college, and I had a shingles outbreak on my scalp back about a year ago, two years ago. And it was like, wow, that's weird. But I didn't think about it because it was annoying, but not devastating. And then I find out from Stefan that guess what? Your immune system, you have natural killer cells and you have T cells. And those are your two primary immune systems. Your immune system is constantly trying to fight back these attacks from viruses that are already in your body which are getting activated, they'll get activated, and then your immune system will fight them back. And then you also have the flu, dare we say coronavirus, all these things that are coming at you. And what happens is that you can exhaust your immune system. You can have what they call T-cell exhaustion, where you have this inability to continue to fight because all of your immune cells are being occupied And then your T cells are also fighting back cancer. We're always creating cancers in our bodies and our immune system identifies the cancer and stops it. And it's when your immune system fails to stop it that a cancer appears. So what Stefan and Moderna are doing are creating vaccines that will basically knock out these viruses in your body and allow your immune system to be active and be able to fight back the cancer. So really important functionality that they're creating. Okay, next one, an amazing company that I met in Pittsburgh, and this company is called Ligenesis. And Ligenesis came up with the idea that our lymph nodes in our body can be used as bioreactors. And so what they've done 
in mice and dogs, and they are starting this year in humans, is if a person has lost functionality of the liver, they have a cirrhotic liver, they can take liver cells from a donor and inject them into your lymph nodes. And the liver cells will grow inside the lymph nodes. And those lymph nodes will become mini livers in your body. And so it's like replacing your liver. And they think they can do it with kidneys and thymus and even islet cells from your pancreas. And so this is a way of creating backup organs by using these little lymph nodes that, you know, will swell if you've got a virus or a disease. But here, these lymph nodes will grow and create functionality. You know, just the idea that we're going to be creating a whole new spare set of organs. Martine Rothblatt is working on that as well. We heard from her at A360 this year. And then there's, I met with another guy, George Church. George has created 24 companies in 24 months out of Harvard Med School. He's one of the most prolific guys I know. And he's working on a company that is creating xenotransplantable organs. He takes a pig, he modifies the pig's genome to get rid of all the viruses that are in the pig. And then he also humanizes the pig so that it is cell surface antigens look human. And you grow the pig and a year or two after you sacrifice the pig and now you have a heart, liver, lung, kidney, everything but the brain. So it's amazing. One of the things I'm seeing is we're going to have spare organs. Mm -hmm. That blows me away. Yeah. That blows me away. Timeline. This decade. So I live in a world, all my clients are in the top 1% of income earners in the world. And the cost of things is not a big problem with them. They're kind of beyond the point where cost is really the big issue. It's the ease of access is really their number one issue. You know, I'm writing a book called Unequality Versus Inequality, which I think is a fundamental issue. Is your life going to be about envy or is your life going to be about innovation? Mm. Yeah, because unequality is an old English word. Sure. And it got replaced two centuries ago by the word inequality, which is a French word, which kind of makes sense. <laughs> kind of makes sense. And unequality means different, unique. It means unique and different, <laughs> total sense. but inequality means unfair. And I think we have a fundamental issue coming up and it's been already produced by the technological world, but I would say more so in the case of what you're talking about right now, that what if the fundamental inequality in the world is the people who have access get to live 50 years more than the people who don't have access. But my entrepreneurs always want to be in the first generation of consumers of anything that's going to extend their yep. lifetime. So let's just talk about that now with these two, but it's going to be a constant conversation about all the other discoveries and all the other interviews that you do. And I have no problem with that. I'm at ease with that. I said, I would believe in equality if yeah. I ever had any experience of it. But so far in 75 years of lifetime, I haven't got a single piece of evidence about it, anything being equal to something else. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. I don't have a problem. But let's just talk, it's you and me, Peter and Dan. Okay. And we're talking about this is going to be available to those who want to experiment and go ahead and get it. And let's talk about timelines on it. Yeah, so timelines is this decade. There's so much in phase one, phase two, phase three clinical trials. Can you explain be... what that means? Because a lot of yeah, people Yeah, so phase don't... one clinical trials is basically a safety trial. When you're giving something that's been tested in animals, it looks good, and you want to understand 
is it harmful? And you do a small test that's approved by the FDA, and you're looking at level of complications. And if you don't get complications, and you're looking at some dosing information, you then go to phase two, in which you will do a study on a smaller set of people on functionality. Phase one is not about, does it work? It's about, is it safe? Phase two is in a small population of people, again, approved by the FDA, you can have 50 or 100 people. What are you measuring and does it work? And if it does, then you go to phase three, where you try a much larger population. You then see what are the complications and does it work in what percentage? And then you pick your shots. You say, we're measuring this situation and these chemicals and this lifetime and this functionality. And if you deliver on what your goals are and the downside is low enough, then the FDA will approve it and you'll get a badge that says FDA approved, right? Which is our shorthand for, hey, this works Mm -hmm. and it's worth considering. And doctors don't like trying treatments that are not FDA approved. And in fact, you're not allowed to make claims on medicines that are not FDA approved, period. So a lot of these things are in different states of trials. I'll give you another example when I was meeting with George Church. So This year, as I mentioned, in August and September, I'm taking people on this adventure trip, platinum trip, and we're going to meet with these companies and get early access. One of the companies I just added to the trip is a company called Rejuvenate Bio. And Rejuvenate Bio is down in San Diego, and they are using gene therapy to modify the genes right now in dogs to rejuvenate them, not extend their health span to turn like a 10-year-old dog into a one-year-old dog. I think they're doing 42 gene therapies on these dogs. And when I asked George about this, I said, well, what's the translation into humans? And he says, we think it will be 100%. And once they're in clinical trials in dogs right now, they'll roll out that therapy. And then he said, it's two years later, we're in humans. Wow. So yeah, wow. Your 156 may need to be revised, right? So we're going to be going and visiting Rejuvenate Bio. We're going to be going to Samumed in San Diego, which is another amazing company. We're going to be going through the health nucleus at HLI. We're going to be visiting the Salk, where Dr. Elizabeth Blackburn discovered the telomeres, which are part of that. And those are just a few. You know, it's going to be like 30 companies. Those who want, then we'll be going down and doing stem cell treatments And my goal is for people to be on the front line and those people who have specific diseases who are concerning to their families, we're going to Mm -hmm. call them out and see what the cutting edge of those treatments are. You and Bab should come on this trip, pal. Ah, already booked. Already booked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's always a timing thing, but I'll find out about you. Um, And when you come back, I'll I'll be your front man. I'll be your your primary. Yeah, yeah. you're my VIP card. (laughs) Whenever you need it. (laughs) The interesting thing about this is I'm just going to give you a little feedback from my world because over the years, I've always had a lot of really, really top of the line financial advisors in the program. And they're doing two plans with everybody. And I'm noticing every quarter I'm getting more people. They're using uh, conventional actuarial tables, you know, mortality tables. And they say, you know, the insurance companies and everybody else kind of tell us this. If you're 65, you will live longer than the average lifetime. 
if you're in your 70s, you're probably going to get to your 90s, you know, so it moves upward. So they said, you know, you're in good health. We've already gotten the medicals on you. We know that everything's under control and things look good. You got good family history and everything else. But we're going to do one plan for that age. So we're figuring right now probably 89, 90. And, you know, you got to think about your finances and are you okay? Do you have confidence? You know, and then he said, but we're going to do another one for 120. And they're saying, so this is what your financial investments look like if it's 120. And here's the thing about this. These will radically change over the next 10 years just because of breakthroughs in science, medicine, and technology. So we want you thinking about this right now. And it doesn't just involve your body. It involves your brain. It involves your emotions. It involves your aspirations and everything. And they said it's an amazing conversation. It's an amazing conversation. People said, you know, you're bringing up something that I've really been afraid of, but now that you've given me two plans, I'm not afraid anymore. Now I'm interested because I'd rather have plan two than plan one. Yes. Yeah. It becomes aspirational in that regard. But yeah, I mean, what do you do with the extra 30 years? Right? Some people keep asking me that. And I'm like, <laughs> I look forward to that problem. It's like, you know, how many companies yeah. do I start? How many planets do I visit? You know, yeah. how many massages do I get? Whatever it might be. Well, I'm just putting the finishing touches on my latest quarterly book because I write a little 44-page book every 90 days, and it becomes the basis for the next 10 times workshop. And the one I'm doing for June and July, I'm about halfway through. It'll be finished in a month. It's called Total Cash Confidence. Mm. Okay. And I said, you know, very few entrepreneurs have total cash confidence. They're always worried. (laughs) You talk about viruses that are in them. Cash uncertainty is kind of a virus in most entrepreneurs. And I said, what if it was a set system and it was guaranteed to grow every year, both in revenues and profitability and it's a system and it's got a lot of helping hands you got a lot of technology backing it up and the reason i'm bringing this up today i did a recording and the last subhead that i did was freedom from retirement and my editor said wow she said freedom from retirement she said i've just never heard anybody say this before i've never it's a who not how yeah concept. she said has this ever been written before and i said yeah but you have to understand all the other concepts that led up to this i said if you hit somebody with freedom from retirement they don't have any comprehension of what you're talking about but that's one of the big issues with longevity you know i mean retirement was geared to when most people were dying around 50. you know i mean We're living in a different social, political, geopolitical world than we did before, and these things are possible. I mean, hygiene in itself, doctors actually washing their hands between operations, (laughs) you know, lowering of, you know, the birthright deaths and everything else, mothers dying in birthright and everything else. We've taken tremendous jumps, but, you know, we were just working with normal stuff. This isn't normal stuff that you're talking about here. I think I would say in the past, the jobs that we did were nowhere near as exciting. They were functional jobs. We did jobs to survive. We were farmers. We, you know, milked the cows. But now we have jobs that we get passionate about, right? And that we love. And especially the audience listening to us, my Abundance 360 members and your coach members are doing things not because they have to, because they love doing it. Mm -hmm. And so if you get to live longer, it just means you get to do more fun stuff in your life. 
and have more experiences. And that's extraordinary. And it's different than people, you know, living a life of survival a hundred years ago, just a hundred years ago. Yeah. I have one more company, by the way, to tell you about. Yeah, this is this is catnip for entrepreneurs. I'll tell you. The other company I visited is a company called Jealousis. It's in Boston. So this is about weight loss. One of the biggest challenges in America in particular is that Americans are obese. And it's a pretty crazy number. So 70% of the world is overweight. That just blows me away, right? A BMI of above 25 is considered high, and a BMI of 30 is obesity. And it's hard to lose weight. So here's a company that just got FDA approval for a product, and I find it fascinating. So what they did was they created what's called a hydrogel. You take these three capsules, and these capsules are derived from natural products. It's actually derived from a cellulose that comes from the pulp of food and then citrate. And you take these three capsules and in your stomach with water, they increase a hundredfold in volume. You take it 30 minutes before you eat and it makes you feel sated. On the average, people lose 22 pounds from these three capsules that they take before lunch and before dinner. And it's a mechanical device. It turns out to be not only safe, it actually improves your gut health. I find this fascinating. I'm just like all the different little things that are going on around the world to make you healthier and, and live longer. Yeah, well, you know, I've been thinking a lot about our constant conversations over eight years, and I'm coming down with an alternative to technology as the most disruptive force in the world. And my candidate for an alternative or certainly another disruptive force is unpredictable consumers with a new capability. Hmm. That if you have unpredictable consumers and they have a new capability, it creates massive disruption. This weight loss one is a massive disruptor. And it has zero health risks. I mean, the only health risk is you feel a little bit bloated. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is available? This is already approved? It'll be released probably towards the end of this year. It's called Jealousis, uh, G-E-L-E-S-I-S. There are a bunch more. Every time I scratch the surface and I'm reaching out to my Harvard Med School faculty and to the researchers in San Diego and the Bay Area, and I'm just finding all of these efforts. I mean, I think about what the causes of death are and the causes of aging are, mm -hmm. and there are dozens of companies and labs focusing on each of them, yes. let alone you know CRISPR technologies and gene therapies getting rid of everything from, you know, genetic diseases. So it's a great time to be alive. Mm -hmm. I would be amiss in not saying to folks listening to live long, you still need health, you still need exercise, diet, sleep. And then we talked about this at the beginning, mindset. You need to have friends, you need to have purpose. Yes. One of the other things you need to have novelty that still scares and excites you. It's new things that scare and excite you. Yeah. There's a lot of other factors besides physical that actually do that, you know. The other thing is you have to have a lot of inspirational companions, people who are doing exciting things in the world. You need role models around you of people who have bigger and better ambitions. Well, when I come back from our August longevity platinum trip, yeah. we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. It's going to be amazing.
Well, write these three up and send them to me, and I'll get it throughout the entire coach community, yeah. you know, with real conservative timelines on them, you know, just so that they can prepare their mind, you know. It's a fascinating thing, you know, that if you start early enough being interested in something, you can normalize it really fast. Two things, just from our, you know, recent podcasts, get used to the fact that you're going to have AI buddies. Yep. You normalize this now that in the future, more and more... Your Alexa will be a friend that you have normal conversations with as if it were... A buddy, like you said. Yeah. And the other thing is that should you choose, you're probably going to be able to live 20, 30, 40 years longer than you reckoned even 10 years ago. And if you're alive for those extra 10, 20, 30, 40 years, science doesn't stop. It's accelerating. Mm -hmm. And there's the potential to buy you additional decades of life. Yeah. Yeah. That would blow you right through 156. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know they're not straitjackets. Goals are not straitjackets. Yes. They're just lines that, you know, you're staying on because you're tacking back and forth across the line. But I will know this, that at 75, I'm more ambitious than I was at 55. Yeah. Far, far more ambitious. My notion of my future is much bigger at 75 than it was at 55. All right, buddy. Always a pleasure. Yeah. I think this topic turns us both on. And we'll see you at our next episode. Yep. I'll see you then. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Dan.